Thanks for listening to the Odd Couple Podcast. Be sure to check us out live every weekday from 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. Eastern, 4 to 7 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Odd Couple at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Oh, yeah. It is the I Couple. I'm Chris Broussard alongside my partner, Rob Parker. Parker. And we're coming to you live from the Fox Sports Radio studios. And we have a great show for you today on a funky flashback Friday. Myself and Rob Parker, keep it locked right here for the next three hours on Fox Sports Radio, the iHeartRadio app, or Sirius XM Channel 83. We got Hugh Jackson, head coach at Grambling State, of coach, of course, coach in the NFL as well with the Raiders and the Cleveland Browns. So we, we look forward to speaking to him at the bottom of the hour. Let me welcome in my partner, Mr. Rob Parker. What's up, brother? What's happening, Mr. Chris Broussard? I- Couple things I want to get off my plate real quick as we get started on this show. I'm looking forward to it on this Friday. All right. Well, let's shoot. You shoot. probably it's probably the same for you, but today is my fifth anniversary on Fox Sports Radio. It was wow. December 17th, 2016, Chris, my first show with Mark Willard on Saturday morning, which would have been tomorrow, right? Five years ago. Right. From 10 a.m. to 1. Pacific time. Very thankful. Five full years here on the network. Honestly, I got no idea. You have no idea. Chris, <laughs> Chris don't remember stuff be, like that. I, probably. Right. Yeah. yeah. We, we it's got to be around. At right. Fox Sports the same day. Right. right Fox right. Sports 1. Yep. Um, yeah. And I did. My first show was with Brian No on the weekends. It was a Saturday evening show, I believe. Right. But and, it's around uh, five years. Time. I mean, yeah, the same yeah, thing. Roughly. Yeah. So yeah. five years. Okay. And, uh, Marty and and uh, Sean from Sacramento, they're like, you know, we're gonna get into this Kyrie news, but like Sean, like uh, yeah. Marty, Marty's like, give me credit. I told you that uh, Kyrie and 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 he just didn't. He wanted to sit out the first third of the season, and that's the. Re- and I'm like, wait a minute, it's not just Kyrie's decision. The Nets are the ones who had to say he could come back. So Kyrie didn't decide that he wanted to sit out the first. Third of the well, we season. We gonna get into that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm. I, he, Marty wants credit. Chest? Yeah, that, that was <laughs> anything it. else. That's it. That's All it. right, we got Those the odd couple things. crew. <laughs> DJ Alex Teicher is on vacation today. I guess yes. he and Rob G. So we got the heavy one. The heavy one. Don Brown is in full effect. Let's see what he does on a Friday. Ask him again. He'll knock you down. You're limited because it's all Christmas music. But hey, do your best. All right, on the. Uh, producer's role is our man Bo Benson, who's uh, going to do a great job tonight. And, and that's on B-E-A-U. the updates, yes, B-E-A-U, uh, on the updates is our man, as always, on Friday, Steve Disager. All right, hey, Rob, Steve. you got into it. Kyrie Irving is back. All right, the Nets are bringing Kyrie back as a part-time player. No, he is not getting vaccinated. He will be able to practice in home, you know, at home in New York. 
but he won't be able to play home games like we all knew, but he will play the road games, Rob. They've got 27 of their 53 games remaining are on the road. None in Toronto. Right. He won't be, he'll, he'll miss three, the two in New York and against the Knicks and then one in Toronto. So the bottom line, though, Kyrie is back as a part-time player. Rob Parker, your thoughts. I think the Nets have made a mistake here. And the big mistake, Chris, is ultimately if they get to where they want, they're setting themselves up where he won't be able to play in the postseason or play part-time. I I just think for a cohesiveness of a team, everybody's kind of got to be in. And this is going to be in and out. They lost the game. Uh, If they lose a game uh, when Kyrie doesn't play, is it because you don't have Kyrie? Like the whole... You've turned the whole season, and, and, and maybe maybe I get it. I, it. It seems strange, the timing, because of what's happening with COVID and people getting, you know what I mean? Like, the, the timing the last seems... last couple games, they've had eight players. Right. They're the missing players, right. people, uh, so it's weird. But I just think you get all the way to the NBA Finals, and he won't be able to play the four home games for the Nets in Brooklyn. Strange to me. Uh, ultimately, and if they believe, I that, look, there are guys in the NBA who are playing, so I'm not down on, on him playing totally because if he was on another team, he would be playing without the vaccination. That's that's right. not, it's right. about the cohesiveness, not about right. whether he's vaccinated or not, Chris. You got it? Because yeah. I know people are going to think. Some people were like, oh, I love that the Nets took that hard stance not, against right. him for not getting vaccinated. That's not your thing. Right, that's not what I'm talking about. Mine is about a team thing, cohesive. Either you're in or you're out, you know what I mean? Like, you got to be there every day, practice, be on the road. You know, that's how you build chemistry. That's how you build a team. Um, And I think that's where they might be misguided or short-sighted, but we'll see. I I would say if you ask me to vote either side, I think the Nets made a huge mistake. I think their original – idea was the right idea that either you're all the way in or you're not. I was with you early on, Rob, as far as when Kyrie announced or it was put out that he wouldn't be getting vaccinated and was eligible for the road games, but not home games. I was fully on board with you. I was like, look, you're either in or you're out for chemistry's purposes. We need you there all the time. You have to get used to playing with Kevin Durant, with James Harden. It's about winning a championship. And if you aren't there for the home games, then stay home for good. If you're not there for all 82, then don't be there for 41 of them. I I was with you on that. I changed my mind because of the way the Nets have played. And more so, I'm going to be honest, James Harden. I thought, Rob, that the Nets could win the championship with just James Harden and Kevin Durant leading them. I thought they could win it without Kyrie. I thought James Harden playing as he has for the past decade, Kevin Durant being as great as he is, and right now he's probably the front runner for the MVP, and a nice, decent cast of role players. I thought that was enough. But Kevin uh, James Harden has not played like a superstar. He's played like an all-star. He's played okay, you know, pretty good, but... I don't think they're good enough without Kyrie to win the championship and probably not even the East. Like, if you put a gun to my head, Nets as they are right now without Kyrie, I'd take Milwaukee. 
And this is about winning a championship. And Joe Sy, the owner, said it when he said Kyrie, you know, is is basically banished from the team uh, a few months ago. He said it's about winning a championship. And I think the Nets looked at I'm not buying all the co oh, the players are, you know, we're missing players for COVID. We Durant's playing too many minutes. No, I think it's because they don't think the Nets look good enough. That's my opinion. I don't think it has hardly anything, if if anything at all, to do with players sitting out for COVID and all that. Every team's got to deal with that. All right, I think it's because they're watching them and saying, we can beat the bad teams and the mediocre teams. We're 0-6 against Chicago, Phoenix, Golden State, Milwaukee, Miami. I, I and Look, I, I saw Jalen Rose today, Rob. He said he thinks Harden's going to be you know, reinvigorated by Kyrie's presence. He thinks Harden's been lackadaisical because Kyrie's gone. I, I don't know about that, but, you know, I, I think Harden playing the way he's playing right now, Rob, is fine if Kyrie's there. See, Harden's see, giving him 29-7. and seven. That's great if he's the third scorer. See, I have, I have the opposite way, and the way that you're looking at it is strange because if, if, if uh, Harden was playing to his ability, Chris, and they were struggling – against the, the better teams, then I would buy your argument. But When's he's he going to start playing to his ability? No, no, I mean, no. I, but I'm just who no, he is now. No, but I'm just saying, but he's not there yet. I'm not, I'm yet? not ready. When's he getting there? We're halfway, I'm not, re- I'm not ready to, the I'm not ready to say that, uh, that, that he, he can't play better or this is who he is 30 games in, 29 yeah. games into a 82-game uh, season. I'm, I'm just not. That's I'm, fine. I can't. I so am. so so that's what I'm saying. That's where we differ. The ball, yeah. It, it, I, this, is that yeah. is that if he was playing James Harden esque and they were and they couldn't beat those teams, then I'd be like, okay, this isn't going to work because he's playing well. Uh, What's wrong with him? KD's playing. I, I don't know, but I'm just saying. I mean, he is was, he had the worst hamstring injury in the history of mankind? I, I, mean, I don't my, know. My good, you know what I'm saying though. Like, no, I, I get on, it, dude. But, but I don't think people are looking at. Do you think Anthony Davis is who he is, and this is how he's going to play the rest of the year? Well, Anthony Davis. No, I mean, there's a history of being in it. You know. Lackadaisical. I'm talking okay. about James Harden. No, but I was just this asking. This doesn't look like James Harden. But that's I don't my... have time. If I'm the Nets, I, now look, I did say I would play out December before I bring Kyrie back. They're, they're not even waiting that long. But uh, I, I'm not convinced we're going to get James Harden being back to what he we is. We don't He's know not what Kyrie we're going to get. That'll be interesting not well, playing I, I bet with you a we regular get a good rhythm. One. I uh, bet they're we get a they're good winning one. at 75%. What do you expect out of the Nets now? As it's they, not even as they... the record. It's beating no, the I'm good team. They're the number one seed. They're the number one seed. That's fine. But they're not beating the good teams. They've had one of the easiest schedules in the league so far. And I think with Kyrie, they can be the best team in the East, and if not the league. And I, I hear you because I was all on board with the chemistry thing too. Oh, this is tough for chemistry. But then I looked at it this way. The main player I was concerned about chemistry-wise was James Harden because Kevin Durant, you know this, right? He's going to be himself. No matter who he's playing with, give me the rock. I'm going to shoot my mid-range jumper, occasional three. I'm going to get my buckets, Kyrie or not. That's the fact. The rest of the guys, Joe Harris, Nick Claxton, Blake Griffin, Bruce Brown, all these role players, they get in where they fit in. That's what you do as a role player. 
James Harden, to me, was the guy that was going to be affected. I looked at it like when Kyrie's not there, Harden's going to have to be giving you close to 30 a night or 26 a night behind, you know, behind Kevin Durant. When Kyrie's there, now all of a sudden he's got to flip the switch and be Mr. Playmaker, don't shoot as much, get Kyrie and Kevin Durant off, and then get in where you fit in. But here's the thing. Harden's playing that way anyway. He's playing that way without Kyrie. He's only taking 14 shots a game, Rob. That's his lowest since he left Oklahoma City. Yeah, I, but but I don't. I'm just like I said. Your point is well taken, but I don't believe that that's the entire Harden we're going to see all year. And maybe it'll change, but it doesn't make sense to me that um, you put yourself at a disadvantage come postseason time because you won't have your whole team. So if you lose games without Kyrie. Then what's going to be the then, then what's going to be oh well Kyrie couldn't play so so we lost the two games in Brooklyn we lost a home court advantage because we don't have our other but they'll guy. still look they'll still have and if you're right they'll still have two superstars right now they got one to me until so Kyrie does he gets get any, back. let me ask you this if he doesn't play the four games in the finals and they win the championship where does does Kyrie get any credit like how yep. much credit would he get. He, well, I mean, obviously, we'd have to see how the games went, but I think he'd get a lot because I, I think if he comes back, Rob, and they look significantly better, I think we're all going to recognize that. And I hear you. Look, it's not ideal, okay? A team like Golden State, where they really are based on their offense and the ball and player movement and spacing and all that, it, it might hurt. Um, a team that didn't have a Kevin Durant who's so great, uh, and we weren't talking about the great players in Kyrie and Harden that they have. Maybe it will hurt more. But I just, we've seen it with guys being injured, Rob, you know, in a in a playoff series that could only play half of the games in the series. When Kyrie's there on the road, it's going to help. Especially if they get a rhythm going in the regular season. They in, in, Let's say they have to play a series where they play three or four games on the road and they were cooking in the regular season with Kyrie, then they're going to probably be favored in those games on the road, at least some of them. And then you go back home, and you still got not only Kevin Durant, but James Harden. And if if you're right, James Harden is going to get better. So I think it's doable. I just don't even think they get to the finals without Kyrie. And so... I, I'm taking my chances. That's my look. And, and look, I don't think this would happen. But, Rob, worst-case scenario, Kyrie comes in, screws everything up. After six weeks, it's not working. Then you can sit him down. Right. Well, I mean, I mean there's always – or maybe he doesn't want to play. Or right. Or maybe point. decides, I mean, you know what, I got I to gotta be with my guys every night. Right. And gets vaccinated. But, right, and here's the thing, too, right? I, I'll say this w- w- to your point. If either Durant or Harden – was not on board. No, I get that. Then I would say don't do it. Even if right. I felt like we really need Kyrie, I would say we can't do it if these guys aren't on board. No, definitely. If those guys were like, no, he got to be all the way in right. or whatever, then it would be impossible. But I just think, especially uh, you know, not having a guy when you are at home in the NBA is is could could come back to bite them. That's what I'm. Mean. All right, 877-99 on Fox, 877-996-6369. Your turn to weigh in. 
Do you think the Nets are doing the right thing by bringing back Kyrie, or are they making a mistake? 877-99 on Fox. Let us hear from you. Thanks for listening to the Odd Couple Podcast. Be sure to check us out live every weekday from 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. Eastern, 4 to 7 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Odd Couple at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. All right. It is the Odd Couple, Chris and Rob, live from the Fox Sports Radio studios. And if you want to perform even better as you age, guys, it's possible. And it's possible with M-Drive. M-Drive is a supplement for driven men that supports natural testosterone production to boost strength and energy. So visit mdriveformen.com and try it for yourself. Don't let age beat you, fellas. Go get M-Drive, 877-99 on Fox. Is Kyrie coming back right for the Nets or wrong for the Nets? Your turn. All right, let's kick it off with Nick in New York. You're on the Odd Couple Fox Sports Radio. What up, Nick? Hey, guys, frequent caller. Love the show. You guys don't play games. You don't do polls. You guys talk sports. That's what I love. Thank all you, right. buddy. That's right, brother. That's right. Thank no you. problem. All, all that um, other stuff is what, all that other stuff is filling time. Okay, I just want no gimmicks and I, tricks. I, honestly, all I want to hear is sports. I don't want to hear about. I, I don't want to get into the other shows, but I love right. your show. Thank you. Um, <laughs> do you think that um, Kyrie is more scared of the virus or the vaccine? I don't know. Uh, I don't think he's. Although, I, I'll give him credit. He has been masked up, at least when the pictures I see. But I, I don't think he's afraid of the virus. I think he's probably more afraid of the vaccine. But if you look at it, like, how many people have died of the virus and then died of people that got the vaccine? And he, it's, it's his own choice, and that's what makes America uh, the best country, is he has his own choice. But at one point, I mean, I get, we, to, we disagree. Yeah, we disagree with him on, the, on him not getting vaccinated. Yes. I yeah, mean, exactly. Chris and I are both vaccinated. We, yeah. We've lost people. We've right. been through all that. We're, we're just yes, not we on board. So we're not right. with him. We, we, we're with you on that. We, we right. don't agree with him, his decision. But yeah, like we, Rob said, other players, Aaron Rodgers, Lamar Jackson, we could go on and on. Yeah. Right. They're playing. So, we, we, we do not agree with them, but we're all – there's certain people that are reasonable. We understand why. We accept that. That that that's his stance. Okay, you can do that. But when everything is starting to peak up at a certain point, where like we thought we were done. I I mean, me personally, most I'm a people did. I agree with York. that. Right. I'm a funeral director in New York. I thought we were done. It's been picking up, and, and I'm in up and up the Albany where we've gotten thousands of deaths. See, that, certain, that's like interesting because one thing, hey, Rob, I don't know about you. Thanks, I'm Nick. not hearing as much about the deaths. I'm hearing about all the cases, the surge. You know what I mean? Are you hearing a, mu- a lot about the deaths? I hear it. Well, and I guess I'm, that's I'm, thankful for the vaccination because that's Yeah, well, that, that, that has, st- that has uh, stopped a lot of people from getting seriously ill, Chris. That's the whole vaccination thing. Most of the people, they say most of the people in hospitals, are, 90% of them are unvaccinated. Those are the people yeah, in the who go to the hospital now. Now, people you with vaccinations you are don't go to the hospital, COVID, but you might be asymptomatic hospital, right? with a vaccine, right. with a va- va- you know, being vaccinated. So, all right, let's I just go to hope Jerome. this doesn't come back to burn Kyrie or somebody else exactly. that's not vaccinated and gets it. We and hope. They find themselves in a world of trouble, yeah. Jerome in South Carolina, you're on the Odd Couple Fox Sports Radio. What up, Jerome? What up, Rob Parker and Chris Bouchard? <laughs> What's up, man? <laughs> Hey, I just got one thing to say to Kyrie. Go to hell. 
and, hey. and Dennis Schroeder. Hey, I tell him the same thing. He tear down that huge extension for the Lakers. You can go to hell, too. What's wrong with you? You're playing basketball for money, man. Get up there and play. This is the best time in your life. I'm 65 years old, man, and I wish I had my young days back like that because I'd be out there making as much money as I could. But them, oh, no, I'm going to say it is a needle. Don't give me that. I've had two, two shots, a booster, and a flu shot. I'm not taking any chances. You, you know go. what's interesting? As we I'm listen cool. to Jerome, Rob, someone told me today they thought Kyrie – I don't know that I agree. I, and, in fact, I don't agree because I think some people will really be behind him. He told me he thought Kyrie would be the most hated player in the league when he comes back. Hmm. Like, you know, fans and, and all that. I, I you, it I, sounds I like know. you listen to Jerome and you listen to the previous caller. No, it mean, sounds like yeah. they're not going to be in his corner. But, but I, there, I, I don't know. I people, think Kyrie's got a lot of fans, too. Yeah, there are people who, are, who, who Even love where he the, is. Yeah. yeah, and because he didn't get vaccinated, I think a lot of people like him, too. So yeah. Uh, let's go to uh, Point God Rick in the Bronx. You're on the odd couple, and that's G-O-D. Not, uh, uh, Rick probably got no game. To that's right, Rick. In the Bronx, God. you're on the odd probably couple, no Fox game. Sports Radio. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something, Chris Bouchard. I, I would definitely do something to you. But let's get back to the question. <laughs> you sound <laughs> too old to be talking trash to me. <laughs> let's, let's, let's get to the question. I can't believe you y'all even made that, that question. Kyrie Irving is the baddest point guard on the planet. How could the Nets not take him back? I don't understand. I don't even uh, understand that let question. Me, let me ask you, if he doesn't play in the finals in the four games and they lose those some of those games in New York, you'll look back and go, man, it would have been great if Kyrie could have played all the games. That, that's all I'm saying is ultimately if they get knocked out and they don't win some home games in Brooklyn – you can look back and say, if we had Kyrie the whole series, we could have won. That's all I'm saying. Oh, okay. All right. See, we all know he's a great player, up. Chris, right? Right. We all you know, know yeah, he's great. no question about that. Well, Rob, here, I'll give you this, Rob, because you brought up earlier before we went to the callers, and thanks for the call, point okay. guy Rick. Um, That's right. You said, what if they get to the finals? I mean, you brought up if they win, how much credit does Kyrie get? Yeah, I'm just I'll give curious. you this because I, I right now, like I said, you know, I'm kind of down on the way the Nets have looked, and I'm like, you know what, bring him back. I don't, it's not ideal, but let's do it because that's their best chance to win it. I'll give you this though, Rob. What if they get to the finals, have home court advantage, play Lakers, Warriors, whoever, and they win the three road games with Kyrie and lose, and the, lose four the four home? Oh games. God. That's when I think, to your point, criticism would be major. Right. Okay. You know what That's I'm saying. Right. Major. Right. Where you would now, be Now, if that... they split some, you know, you win two on the road, right. you win two at home or one at home, you know, then it's like, okay, yeah, they pro- maybe then they everybody won would be like, probably would have won, but right. you don't if know. If Kyrie would have played all seven games, they would have won a championship. Right. Yeah, especially if it breaks down, they win the games he plays and lose the ones he doesn't. Our next guest, former head coach of the Oakland Raiders, Cleveland Browns, now the new head coach at Grambling State University. We're proud to welcome in Hugh Jackson. Hugh, how Hugh. are you? I'm doing good, man. How are you guys doing? Hey, we congratulations, great, yes. Mazel Tov. <laughs> Thank you. It's business time. Yeah, man. It's great to have you on, and, and we're great to see you. glad to see you coaching at Grambling. Let's get right to it. We don't have a ton of time. Um, coaching at Grambling, tell us how excited you are about this. And Rob and I, look, we saw, we all saw that Deion Sanders got 
the second best player in the country to go to Jackson to State yep. to play for him. Um, we love it. I, I would love to see more of our top <laughs> black athletes go to HBCUs. Um, what do you think? I, we've called them sleeping giants. Um, what do you think about, again, you at Grambling and the potential that HBCUs have based off of what Deion Sanders just did at Jackson State? I think uh, what Deion did really opened the door. And um, I think Eddie George and myself, and I'm not trying to speak for Eddie, but we're going to do everything we can to kick it open even more. I think it's time for change. I think it's truly time for people to recognize that there's football being played all across the country, that the SWAC is a conference that um, should be reckoned with. Uh, And again, you just said it. I mean, here's a, what they call five-star player that made a decision not to go to Florida State and go to Jackson State. And I truly believe there'll be more that follows here pretty shortly. And uh, for you, tell us about the decision to take the job and go to Grambling. And, you know, what what made you uh, make that move? Well, I tell everybody, you know, when you think of Grambling, what is the first thing you think of? One of the greatest coaches in the history that's ever coached this game, and Eddie Robinson. To have an opportunity to walk in uh, the shoes that he walked in and lead the G-men, the Grambling men, the Grambling State men, uh, this season is is unbelievable to me. So, uh, obviously, there's a lot of work to do. I'm excited about the challenge. Uh, I think the young men are excited. I think the Kansas is excited. But we got a lot of work to do in order to to make this thing happen the way that I want it to. Hugh, I I, I want to get back to the you know top athletes choosing HBCUs. I've been an advocate for that for a while. I've always thought basketball was where it should start because the difference in facilities between say a Grambling and an LSU isn't as big of a deal in basketball, mm-hmm. but. In football, you know, it, it is a bigger deal, I think. Um, how? What would you say to those? Like, how do you overcome? Obviously, you don't have the facilities at Grambling that LSU has. How, right. how difficult is it for a football player that wants to get to the NFL to overcome that difference in facilities? Is it a big difference? Because obviously he's going to get top coaching. You've been in the NFL. But is, are the facilities and everything that big of a difference? Or is it just, hey, it's more enjoyable, of course, with these great facilities, but as far as your game, your skill, how great of a player you can become, it doesn't matter. I think you just hit on something because I think that's truly what it is. It's starting not to matter. I think the fact that these NILs and the deals that are out there for these players, I think they now see their value is in playing. You need to be someplace where you're comfortable and it needs to become more about the people that are going to be dealing with you every day and the people that are going to put you in position to succeed. And I think that's what it's truly all about now. I think the players, it's not any more about just the fancy stadiums and all the optics and all those things. Hey, look, we have a nice stadium too, and we're going to make you know, our weight room and those things as nice as we can make it because at the end of the day, there's still work to be done, whether you're in right. some Power 5 school's weight room or our weight room. So – at the end of the day, it comes down to the people you're going to be with and them putting you in the best position to be the best student-athlete you can be. Hugh, how much does it help, and Chris brought it up briefly, with uh, you being a former NFL coach, knowing what it takes to, to play at that level. You know, when you go to recruit and you talk to some of these kids, you, you know what it takes to get into the NFL. 
This is is this a big selling point? Same thing with Deion Sanders when he's getting all the DBs. I played D, DB. I, I was in. I'm Never in the Hall of Fame. Right. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Is is that a huge selling point for you? Oh, absolutely. And and you know, as you can see, uh, hopefully these these quarterbacks will want to come here and play at Grambling. Two of the greatest that ever played the game played here, and Shaq Harris and Doug Williams. So there's going to be an opportunity for young, talented quarterbacks, guys that think they can play the position at a high level, to come here and get that kind of training that will prepare them to have a chance to be in the National Football League because that's what we're going to do here. Hugh, we got to ask you about this. Uh, you know, look, Rob and I are just a couple of sports writers. We're going to talk that's about this in are. a minute. But Brandon Staley, yes. last night, Please. I got to believe you saw the game and him going for it five times on fourth down. Oh they only converted two of them. Basically gave up three field goals, nine, nine points. points. I mean, are we tripping when we say take the points, kick the field goals, or what, 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 you, what is your thought on that? Yeah. Well, I don't think you're tripping. I mean, obviously, when you don't make them, boy, it's not a good deal. When bad, you make right. them, you look like a genius, you know. And, and obviously, I'm sure, and I can't speak for him, he told his team they were going to be very aggressive. He was going to put them in position to score more points because they were playing against a team that scored a lot of points. And then when you don't do it and you look back and say, boy, we could have kept kicked field goals and possibly won this game. You know, it, it's going to haunt you a little bit, but that's all analytics. You know, that's what the analytical numbers are telling them. Be very aggressive. Go take those shots. But as the head coach, you know, if it's not working, it's not working. So you got to make those decisions and you got to live with it and um, move on. Where are you at on that? Do you just go with the math? Because the math did support his decisions. Or are you more old school, like I'm going to take the points? I'm, I'm kind of old school, and I like the other side of it. So that's why I said it gets down to it. If I tried it once and it did not happen for me, you can bet your bottom dollar I'm kicking the next one. Well, especially uh, well, the one at the half, if you remember, the, 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 the uh, Chiefs were up 10 nothing. They come back. They're winning 14-10. to 10. You kick a field goal, right? You go into the yeah. half up 17 to 10. You're up a field right. goal. I mean, a right. touchdown. touchdown. That was the one that really bothered me. You know, like, right. like, because instead, uh, the Chiefs come back out feeling like they didn't get any points, right? We're only down one score. I don't know. Right. It just felt like they, they let the Chiefs back in right there. And there's no question. You said it. I mean, I'm sure the Chiefs felt like they let them back in. I'm sure. San Diego feels, I mean, the uh, Los Angeles Chargers feel like, boy, if we could have made it, we've kind of had a chance maybe to put this team away. So, right. again, it's, it's a coach's feel. you got to feel it. But I do know this. If you're not making them, at some point in time, you got to pull the trigger and go kick it. Right. All right, Hugh. Thanks a lot. Look, yes. great luck over at Grambling. Uh, we'll be getting you on periodically. Chris and I need to come down for a game next yeah. season. I'm come on. You guys are Look, you men are always welcome to come Let's down. Let's do it, Chris. All right, we we'll get we got to get down there. Broussard is like Smith down in Louisiana. You you know that. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> yeah, just be careful because they'll have their hand <laughs> in your pockets. So be careful. Now, have you guys been down to Have you guys been to Tony's? Walden, I, in, in Louis, where down in Louisiana? Yeah, it's down. I've in, never I, I been to Grambling. The, I've been you oh. know Baton Rouge and New Orleans and all that. Never Grambling. Yeah. Oh, well, it's outside of New Orleans. I think it's in uh, Bastrop as you go through Bastrop. But Luke, Tony's is an unbelievable place to eat. Right, I have okay. to take you men there. We're going to do sounds, it, Chris. Let's date. plan it. Let's, yeah, let's plan on going. Maybe I've never been to a game at Grambling either. I would love to do it. Yep. Let's do it. All right. Thanks a lot, Hugh. Happy holidays, man.
Thanks, guys. You guys, too. All right. Shekel City's next. Keep it locked. Fox Sports Radio. Thanks for listening to the Odd Couple Podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday from 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. Eastern, 4 to 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Odd Couple at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Hey, it's Ben, host of The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller, along with my trusty sidekick, David Gascon. Would mean a lot to have you join us on our weekly auditory journey. You're asking, what in God's name is The Fifth Hour? I'll tell you, it's a spinoff of The Ben Maller Show, a cult hit overnights on FSR. Why should you listen? Picture, if you will, a world where we chat with captains of industry in media, sports, and more every week. Explore some amazing facts about human nature and more. Listen to The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, Podcast or wherever you get your podcast. All right. I couple live from the Fox Sports Radio Studios. And it can happen easily, fellas. Few drinks here, few drinks there, few drinks too many. You want to go home? Should I call for a ride? Nah. What's the worst that can happen? Get pulled over, I'm good. Lose my license, I'm good. Total my car, I'm good. But you could kill yourself too, or kill somebody else. Drive sober or get pulled over. Pay for by NHTSA. It's time for Shekel City. Welcome to Shekel City. The home base for Rob Parker's daily picks against the spread. All right, here we go, Chris. Shekel City. It is not yet sponsored by Caesar Sportsbook, but it's on the way. Caesars knows a good thing when uh, when they see it. All right. Last night was rough because I did pick uh, the Chargers. I really thought they had a good shot to you win that game. You say that every time, every day. No, last no, night no. Was rough. And then last night, of course, the Pacers only win by nine. I needed them to win by eleven, so that didn't work out. But I did have the Knicks minus five over the Rockets, and they won pretty big in that game. All right, here we go tonight, Chris. I got the Heat minus seven and a half at the Magic. Magic, absolutely terrible. Miami should be able to win that by at least eight points. Warriors minus three and a half at the Celtics. I don't know what Boston is. Uh, Warriors three and a half. And the Bucks. I've been avoiding, you know what? I was avoiding the Bucks because, you know, Giannis is out with COVID or whatever. They're minus two at the Pelicans. And, Chris, they keep winning. It's like the Nets, even without, you know, all their, their team. So I'm going to go with the Bucks minus two at the Pelicans, Warriors minus three and a half at the Celtics, and the Heat minus seven and a half at the Magic. So all the home teams are not good. I'm not betting on them. Uh, I like this. And uh, I did put some shekels down on it. It would be great to start the weekend with a little extra money. To finish up my Christmas shopping, I might buy myself something. There you go. What do Shekel you want? City. I'm not what? telling you who to bet on. I'm just telling Thank you God. who I bet on. All right, <laughs> gosh. Go the opposite way. Run in the opposite direction. Hey, bet a million dollars. You'll be rich if you go the opposite <laughs> way. So, Rob, you said you might treat yourself to something. I'm sure you will. What do you want? Like, I, You know, it's, it's crazy, Chris. I've been so blessed. You know, I have everything that I want. You know right. what I mean? It really, I tell I'm, my wife all the time, and I, and I, I know everybody, unfortunately, isn't in this position. No, right. I tell her, like, 
you don't need to use the word need. We it's don't need anything with us. Yeah, right. Hey, real talk. It's just I want this. I don't need a new pair of Jordans or right. whatever. Or whatever it is, right. I might and, want and, something, right. And and I get it too. Like, Chris, there's a happy medium between, you know, we work hard, do a lot of stuff, make a lot of sacrifices in this job, right? Right. So you got to treat yourself to something because you don't know how long you're going to be here. You can't just bank money for what? You know what I mean? Like, there's a certain amount of money to me, at a certain point, that just becomes ridiculous. So to me, um, I, I don't know what I want. you say that when you got Louis Vuitton seats yes. around. You know. <laughs> I don't know Gucci, what I want. Gucci but I need, slippers I to walk from his seat to the bathroom. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> but I need. But I want to buy myself something for Christmas. And then so my you birthday's don't, in two weeks. There's nothing you want. You nothing no. right now you got your no, eye on. Nothing. Zero. I have everything I want. All right. All right. Well, let me about, ask you this. Since yeah, I, I mean, honest, there's nothing I'm like I gotta have. You know, I'm kind of saying. Do you buy you yourself a gift or you don't? Do not. Nah, you got a wife and two kids. Generally, I so don't. Yeah. Um, they're gonna get you gifts. Yeah, that's it. And my wife and I. I mean, you know, she gets me good gifts, but I, I'm I get her stuff and she don't wear it. You know, and so don't I don't tell stop her, just take it, it back. So she takes it back. Right. Well, I tell her, go take it back for something you want. You know what? Um, so we you might go out together. You know what right. I mean? Go out together. But we like the surprise element. Right. You know, every once in a while, just get something you don't know. But, yeah, nothing nothing really. I'm good. Um, let me ask you this. You just talked about Shekel City, who you got. Who you got? In, I'm going to ask you about two fights, and we talked about them yesterday with Kendall Gill. Who do you have in the Tyron Woodley-Jake Paul rematch and the Darren Williams-Frank Gore fight? Man. I have I no idea. That. I'm gonna tell you who I want. I, I, I want Woodley to knock out Paul. I would like that, him. but I don't at think that's gonna happen, is it? Really? I mean, I thought Tyrone, if he would have thrown punches, he would have won the first fight. You think so? I he had him in for, trouble, but he doesn't been, throw enough punches. I've been waiting for Jake Paul to get knocked out. I've been waiting, Chris. Well, look, honestly, Tyron Woodley, and I get it, he's MMA, not boxing, but still, he isn't a, a professional fighter. He should beat Jake Paul. It's a little, I, I just think it's a little, I don't want to say embarrassing, but, you know, Jake Paul just became a pro fighter. If we but was that, that, let me ask you this. Was was that a part of a, the scheme to make sure that they get two fights? I'm just asking. Man, you never know. But And I hope Darren wins. I covered Darren a lot. I like him. 